0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another mostly 90-day edition of Maction. We are going to be joined by a special guest once again to finish his story, my buddy Harold Davis from Match Me Abroad. Um, First, though, I do want to give everybody a quick recap since College football has had a dramatic change since last Friday. Harold, are you there?
0: Yes, I'm here, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for the nice introduction.
1: Well, I don't know if you're aware, but we've literally had a football conference disintegrate since our last uh, phone call last week. The Pac-12.
0: Oh, cool. Go ahead.
1: five schools last Friday, uh, two to the big and three to the big 12. So, The Pac-12 has four football schools left as of now, with Stanford and Cal being courted by the ACC as we speak. So I don't know if you've heard any of this news, but this is uh, drastically changing the college football and college sports landscape.
0: No, I didn't hear any of that. It's really interesting which four teams are left and why are they left? Like, Why are they all moving around?
1: Well, Cal and Stanford are the two San Francisco schools, and they're kind of working together. Um, they haven't been great at sports in the last decade, and, and the two sports that primarily make money. Um, they're currently being courted by the ACC, so if you know where the Atlantic Coast Conference is, everyone, that's on the Atlantic Ocean. So, no, I didn't know Cal and Stanford are in San Francisco, California's region, so nowhere near the rest of the schools, so Geographically, that makes absolutely no sense, but they don't have any other option right now. It's either stay independent, kind of like where they're going to be stuck, which pays nothing, go to the Mountain West for about five million a year, or go to the ACC at probably a fifty percent uh, membership uh, fee. So they would make about fifteen to twenty million a year over there. So, given where they're at, I think the ACC is the best choice for them. Even though they're literally on the exact other side of the country.
0: Oh, That's so interesting. I had no idea all these big doings are going on.
1: And And this all happened just recently. And Wazoo Washington State are the other two schools in their state, and the the other the big schools in their state have left to go to the Big Ten. So these two most likely, if Cal and Stanford both for the ACC, which I would personally. These two will probably end up in the Mountain West, which pays about $5 million a year. Um, so drastically lower than the $30 million a year they were expecting. But that is the huge college football news and college sports news that just since last week, everything has changed.
0: Wow, big changes. I had no idea.
1: So now that you're caught up just... with that, you also have big changes in your final episode on Sunday. Tell us what happened with Michaela and when you went to go see her and you had a ring.
0: Yes, I had a ring. I had a ring burning a hole in my pocket. It was... I was really dismayed after dinner with her and she wouldn't be my girlfriend. I didn't quite understand. And so I go to her apartment next morning. I'm so happy to see her. And the show was cut for a happy ending. I was really happy with the way the show was cut. It is... Like I say, my show is the show is 95% of my actual real life. The difference is the ending, I guess, where the ending happened that same day after filming the going away scene. She had a small doctor's appointment, I thought, and I'll start going from there. I we back to the morning. Uh, I went to the her apartment. We were talking. She looked really nervous and uh, kind of worried and. She's very upset. Uh, you, you don't see that as, come across at all in the show because we sat down and we had like an hour-long conversation and I didn't understand where these questions are coming from. She was asking me, well, what happens if I die? What happens if we can't have children? And I have answers for everything except for no. Uh, I have, If we can't have children, then I'll adopt and maybe you'll adopt my children from a surrogate or uh, maybe we'll make it work or something we'll adopt it, it would be there was no barrier no, no no nothing i couldn't overcome i had worked really hard i saved a nest egg and i was just prepared for anything i had really good insurance and but she was just very shook up and so forth so i had to reassure her that uh i wasn't going to propose to her right then we talked some more and she, after that she calmed down and you see a few clips from the show there, and then the producer takes me to the side, and she says, Harold, are you still going to propose? I tell her, no, I've read the room. I'm not going to propose, but I am going to give her the ring. And then she says, oh, okay. Uh, So I go back, and then we film film more, and that's what you see on TV, and I give her the ring, and I tell her, uh, I love you, and if you could love me back, that'd be great. It was a heavy moment, but I was still trying to reference comedy. The Bill Lumberg part where, mm, yeah, if you could come in on Sunday, that'd be great. But that was going through my mind as I was saying that. But when I finally got to propose, not propose, but give her the ring, she finally, uh, like, she, really freaking out. And then she calmed down immediately when I told her that I was giving it to her, no strings attached, and just like a promissory ring, like, I love you, and we'll see where this goes so I give her the ring and she calms down and we kiss and we say our goodbye we go outside and film a going away scene then we go and to a park and film a much longer going away scene where we walk down and walk back and we sit down we talk some more then we go to a really um, oh we go to the side and film those little confessionals that's why there's water behind me and there's no water at her apartment Just a little continuity there. So we break for lunch. She says, oh, I have a doctor's appointment. I go, okay, cool. I'll call you later. And the crew says, hey, Harold, do you want to go get lunch with us? I say, sure, let's go have lunch. We go have lunch. It was really great. We talk and have fun. And uh, when the crew is telling me, hey, uh, you're a big guy. What do you want to do? I tell them, hey, drop me off at the train station. I can get to Michaela's house from here or I can go back to Prague because there's no Uber in her hometown. So I go to the train station, and I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I call her, nothing. I'm like, oh, this kind of sucks. I call her again every 30 minutes, send a text message. Two hours goes by. I'm sitting there watching the people go by, time. There's a, little, there's a fountain across the street. Little kids are playing in the fountain. And after two hours, I get a one-minute phone call. She's in tears. She is sad and crying. She tells me I have ovarian cancer, and I can't have children. And I want my family, basically, is the gist of it, and I'm devastated. I sit down on the bench and think, what am I going to do? And I just go back to Prague you know, via the train because she's in the hospital. I can't talk to her. I can't go see her. I, I don't know her family yet. I just, This was the day I was supposed to spend with her off camera to get to know her. This was the first time I was going to get to talk to her off camera. I hadn't talked to her off camera yet. Every time we sat together and we were off camera, they would go, "Shh, shh, shh, save it for the show. Show, save it for the show." I'm like, "Oh, wait, this
1: is going to be the first time you guys actually were supposed to to see see each other or hang out together without the crew."
0: Correct. Wow. And And it couldn't
1: have gone. That must have been shocking news for you.
0: It was very shocking for me, and it was so shocking. I called the crew and told them what happened, and they were flabbergasted they were very supportive and we had no idea i called the matchmaker she had no idea uh that's where the and michaela donut... did not know either yeah, the whole
1: time you were working with her and seeing her she was obviously sick but you she had no idea either
0: correct she had no idea she was sick and pain and looking back on it at the end of our date after yoga she was stressed and worried. I thought that I was stressed and worried about making it home on time. It wasn't. It was that she was in pain and tired and was struggling. I had no idea. And it makes sense now that she wouldn't be my girlfriend at the time because I, we didn't know she'd live or die. She was going into immediate surgery that day. So I go back when to you, Prague. When and, you're going back to
1: Prague, she's in a real-life crisis.
0: Correct. She's in a real-life crisis and I, I can do nothing for her, and I, I take a hard stance where I'm not going to talk about her cancer on the show, and because I thought the show might come out sooner, I thought it might come out, like, two months after filming. This is a year after, so I think I would have updated the uh, the update if I could have done it again. I, I didn't know what they had, so. But we are still friends. We're, we're talking. Uh, she, I, we're still friends and we posted, but the filming of the scene where I'm wearing my suit jacket, those tears are real. Those tears are the woman I just fell in love with, maybe dying of cancer just right now. And I had to I had yeah, to happy like face. anybody would
1: in that scenario. Yeah. Um, the girl that you had spent time with, and you were willing to give a ring to, and wanted to you know, spend your life with, is in a life-threatening situation. It's very understandable how you would react that way.
0: Yeah, so I... Because for as much as
1: the I, show is a TV show, this is now very real, and it's a very real-life problem for her.
0: Yes, and the, the show producer was very kind. Uh, I asked for flowers to be sent. I didn't know how to send them to her, but our our Prague connection there, she was just wonderful. She sent flowers. I paid for them, and then uh, she got them, and was glad and she sent me some photos of her in the hospital and then some graphic photos of her zipper scar and everything it was it was heartbreaking and so a lot of the cutscenes where you see me sitting in a chair uh especially at the very end uh those are really hard for me because i <laughs> have to pretend like i'm not sad like oh no she doesn't have cancer just and i, I don't know what's going on so i Filmed that last scene that I did a posting today or yesterday whenever this gets posted, but I did a posting today, and I showed her arm with an i v and it, it's just brutal I did see the
1: pictures um that you just put up, so if anybody wants to uh see the pictures that Harold put up, just go to his instagram page um cause i, right I, I, I yes yeah, you can go ahead
0: and uh yeah okay so then uh i'm getting ready to go i I go home and i start to get some messages messages to her are slow because she doesn't have that many good days she's had her ovaries and womb out and is dealing with cancer uh dealing with the surgery and the cut recovery of that and then they wait a while, and then she goes in for another test, and it turns out she has stomach cancer, and it was kind of all over, lots of small tumors. Um, so now she's on chemo every day, uh, every 14 days for the rest of her life, and we don't know how long she has. I I, I, really, I have no idea. I, she posted on her own page uh, recently, you know, after 18 treatments, well, she goes every two weeks, so it's it's been a year. Um,
1: Oh, that's, that is true. Yeah, but so as of now, is is she doing okay considering her situation? I, as far I, as you know.
0: As far as I know, she is kind of okay. She is getting better and stronger, but she's not still doesn't have that many good days. Like it's been a whole year, and the chemo just wipes her out. She she can't do much of anything. She's a, a disabled pensioner now, just trying to. You know, get by. I, I uh, sent her some money for uh, to go to Comic Con and so forth because I knew she wasn't working. And then I sent her some money for to buy the to buy the show and to buy some snacks. Not much, like fifty bucks, but uh, I thought it would help her out. And instead, she used it to pay her gas and electric bill. I, I was devastated. It brought me to tears. I was like, "This is so sad." So, so I,
1: I I believe. You wanted to start a GoFundMe for her. Did you get that started?
0: I was doing that today. That was kind of the reason why the posts are cryptic and slow uh, on my Instagram. It's I, I am doing so much, and it was so hard to get her to actually say yes. She is so humble and 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 gen- a gentle soul. that you know it took me you know like this is going to help you. Stop it. It, it. This will help you. Like people care. And the world's a, a decent place. You oh, know, what happened to that, but, you is that. I think know, everybody
1: in the who's listening to this is a 90-day fan. And I think we all, I mean, I've known about this for months because I've known you. Um, yeah. But I think everybody who's listening, if Harold gets this set up, uh, the GoFundMe for her, I just keep, I will repost it and Harold will have it up. So if we, I will attach it. Uh, when he gets it set up, or I'll post it myself. So come to either one of our pages. Um, and I think we I'll need be somehow, to somehow uh, make it public and get most of the 90-day world. Um, who watched Michaela? We all saw her story. She's a very sweet person. I think we all would like to help because um, this isn't going to end for her. This is literally going to be every two weeks for the rest of her life. And she, we all got introduced to her through you and through the show. So I think there's a lot of people out there who love you and love Michaela, and would more yeah. would like to help if they can. Now, if you can't help out there, that's okay. Not everybody's in a position to help. Um, you know, but some of us are, and some of us can kind of get Michaela. Maybe, maybe we can get her some cookies or candy, so that she has like she can pay her bills, as well as have some treats in life too so we don't whatever money we can get her we don't all want it to go to just paying her rent we want to get enough so that she can get whatever she likes in life whether it's yeah, yeah. so she can go to a
0: comic con convention on her good day and yeah she loves comic con watch a
1: movie like maybe she wanted to go watch yeah. a Harvey movie in a theater that's a nice treat that she you know right now or you know, maybe in her situation isn't feasible but yeah maybe we can get her you know enough money to do fun things like that to make her life easier
0: yeah that, that was my my hope and that's where i was kind of going with this i guess just i just really wanted to help her out she's such a, a special woman and it means so much to me but we're we're just good friends and she's so special she didn't even want to put me through this she was, is just my friend carol i mean we've all
1: seen you on on tv and I've seen you off of on our own, and you're the sweetest, nicest guy on on screen as well as real life. And the fact that you want to help somebody else who means something to you, I think, just speaks volumes about who you are as a person. Um, I, I'm glad you got. I'm glad she's okay. First off, based on yeah, you know how good she's good doing, having
0: more good day. Better.
1: Um, boy, you know, it would be great if, I don't know, we could somehow get her to come to the U.S. and see you.
0: That would be amazing. It, it's so hard for her to travel because she can't be away from her doctors. And, like, if this was, like, crazy successful, then she could get doctors in America and actually pay them and maybe get better treatment. Or, I don't know. Like, oh, I didn't even think it, of that. It, yeah, it, she'd have to come for, like, I was about it. Yeah, exactly, because it's she she wouldn't be able to travel, like, immediately afterwards because it knocks her out. She'd be like a zombie. I'd have to, you know, carve her off. That wouldn't be good.
1: Yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, yeah, maybe you'll have to go see her um, and make it easier because I, yeah. I think everybody would like to see you guys, you know, at least see each other again and be able to hang out just on your own, doing your own thing. Maybe you can you can bring her to a convention over there.
0: That would be a dream. That would be so wonderful.
1: Boy, it's like real life sets in for you immediately after uh, you guys say goodbye. And I, I I find it so hard to watch knowing the whole time I knew what was going to happen to her. Um, and she's such a nice person. And you guys were so, it seemed like so good together. But I understand why she couldn't commit to you because she was in pain. And she had to figure yeah. out what was wrong with her first.
0: Yeah, I couldn't put two and two together. It's like, this job is only, you just started there, and they're going to give you three uh, a month off only three months later? I don't believe that. Uh,
1: so when was the last time you talked to her?
0: I texted her yesterday, or a couple days ago. Uh, she finally said yes to this, and uh, I texted her, and she was doing fine. Uh, she likes to walk her little dog, and she spends time with her mom and her brother.
1: And Harold had talked to me about the GoFundMe months ago, maybe three or four months ago, but we didn't have Michaela's because it, it's her story, to be honest. It's not Harold's story. It's not part of the show. It's her own personal story. So without her saying yes to anything,
0: we I didn't want to do it. I, yeah. We couldn't
1: say anything about it because it's not our business. So until she wanted to, to announce everything, uh, Harold couldn't say anything because it's not his story itself. It's hers, and she's wants to keep it private. She could have kept it private, but um, I'm glad that she's allowing everybody in now so that everybody, if they want to help, can help.
0: Back when the show was filming, uh, I, I took a hard stance on it because I didn't know how she would respond to it. And then when I finally got a chance to talk to her about it, she says, I don't care. I'm just trying to live. I, I have cancer. I'm just trying to live. I don't, I don't care what you say.
1: That is very true. But uh, she she, she said cold. it, you know, yeah. I'm mean, everybody. Every family out there has gone through most.
0: most yeah, everyone's been touched cancer by one touch way by or another. Cancer.
1: My family has uh, twice. Um, so everybody who's listening to this probably can relate because when it somebody is affected by it, it it's very hard. And I can understand how Michaela went through a very hard time, and she's very unlucky in life so far um, with that. I mean, there's no other way to really say it. But she's got to make the best of what she has, and I think hopefully the 90-day universe can kind of chip and in. And a her of
0: support, yeah. Because
1: everybody loves you on the show, and I think they love Michaela too. Um, they might like me, Susan, Natalie, uh, but they love you. <laughs> You're like the Yeah. Favorite. So if uh, out there I to to listen, Harold, has, Harold has a special person in his life who kind of needs our help. That's all we're going to say. If you want to help out, I'm, Michaela would probably love it. Uh, she might be too proud to ask for it, but that doesn't mean we can't offer it to her.
0: Correct, correct.
1: Uh, so outside of that, how was your whole yeah, experience? Because that's like the key moment for your entire experience on there.
0: Yes, it was very pivotal. It was the
1: the mountaintop of your story.
0: Yes, Uh, I was talking to some some fans, and they're saying, "Oh, you should make a movie of it." Like, "Oh, okay." And then uh, then they said, "Oh, well, it's like this other movie." And I said, "Oh, yeah. Well, the best stories are not new. The best stories are just retold." And um, yeah, it was a uh, aside from the cancer, it was a really great experience. Going out on dates with Michaela was wonderful. I had so much fun. Uh, I got to travel and see the world, and I'd never been out of the United States before. It was a really great experience, and my experience with the Internet and everything has been really positive. I I have been just blessed and so forth, and I I like that my authentic self came through. I, I am very, very happy that I was able to put myself out there and I wasn't changed as I have seen others have been. And, uh, you know, a a story told that's not them, a a story told that is told to just make a interesting sale, whereas mine is just a hundred percent authentic, a hundred percent authentic. Now, you know, the, the little core difference, the 5%. Yeah,
1: the best part about the whole experience. Yeah, the traveling part was fun. Going to Africa for my first time was fun. But I got a chance to meet you and Susan and Matt and Michelle. And I got a chance to meet the other 90 state cast members. Um, I wouldn't have had a chance to meet any of you guys without it. Um, and the crew, I got a chance, you know, hanging out with them. I got my friends in Morocco.
0: I love the crew. And I agree with you. Meeting the people on the show was just fantastic. You, I had no idea. I actually got to message you. I saw an advertisement. I was like, Huh? I'll see if he's on Instagram. Oh, look, there he is. And then it's just awesome. You, you've been kind of like a bigger brother for me in the TV star business, I guess.
1: Oh, I don't know about big brother. I mean, we're almost. A, I mean, technically, I could be your, your slightly older big brother.
0: Uh, mentor. You're, you're okay. more successful in the TV world. You actually have credits to your name oh, when you hook no, up on IMDb.
1: That's, uh, I mean, honestly, it's just, you know, because I tried things. I got out of my box a long time ago. And, and then again, this is getting out of your comfort zone. So, mm-hmm. like, to do a show like this, it's not for everybody. As we're finding out, um, not everybody is meant for this. And you're either going to embrace it. And you stay away from Reddit. That's the number one thing. Never go to Reddit. Uh, I saw a story written about me based on the live that we did of somebody watching it on Reddit. It was ridiculous. That's where the source came. When I wrote stories for CNN, Mm -hmm. I never could turn my stuff in with a source of being, I watched it, I watched somebody's Reddit feed. That could never be a source. (laughs) <laughs> so, you cannot turn real news in when I say, Oh, I watched, I saw, how did you get your information? I just looked up it on Reddit and I, you know, just kind of paraphrased it. Whoa, what happened? What happened to journalism here? You can't go to Reddit as your source. You have to actually ask the person questions. They would never have allowed me to be like, Oh, I saw it on Reddit. Oh, cool, just post it. Yeah, that's good enough.
0: <laughs> I like Reddit, but I, I can't look at my stuff on Reddit. Oh no! I, to no, to I find answers you don't want to look at so anybody
1: because nothing good, nothing good comes from Reddit. Um, and I, one of our current cast members, uh, boy, he had a rough ending. Uh, he, I, I would definitely stay away from Reddit if I were him. I feel bad for him because that did, just didn't come off that well. Um, yeah, definitely don't go to Reddit if you're out there watching, listening. Uh, <laughs> it's probably not. I haven't looked on Reddit like in months, so. I stick to the fix-it
0: pages it. and how to repair things. <laughs> I don't <laughs> do drama kind of on thing. Reddit.
1: We know what's going on on Reddit for uh, uh, for chat, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I just have a feeling if it's like Twitter or the other any other site, Reddit's probably not great either. Um, um, but yeah, we watched that. I mean, how did you think the show ended for everybody's story?
0: I thought it was pretty good for uh, several people. I, I liked. Uh, I'd have to rewatch it to know better, honestly, but I, I've just been so busy. I watched it once on uh, kind of fast forward to see what I could post and what they talk about and, and, uh, and how to respond to it. Cause I, I knew I wanted to try and do the GoFundMe if I could get the okay from Michaela. Yeah.
1: Your story ends tragically, um, but she's, she's still around. So that is the positive. Oh yeah. yeah she's still around. Yeah. yeah. Um, Susan walked away. I think Susan's now likable and everyone likes Susan. I, we always like Susan. So it's not like we ever disliked Susan. Oh, I love uh, Susan. she's awesome. Yeah, we, every, we love Susan. And I might be going to hang out with Susan at a Yankees game. Uh, we had talked about that because I actually want to go see a game with her at the stadium. So we might be doing that in the near future. Um, I think Michelle's stuff was really entertaining. Uh, Her story, uh, I thought, was really good. Um, I like Michelle a lot. I know you like Michelle, too.
0: Oh, yes, I like Michelle. We've had several good conversations. I've had good conversations with everyone on the show, luckily. Yeah, Michelle, Uh, literally, uh,
1: yesterday, Michelle and Susan were just making fun of me, texting me all day long. Like, they were just like, oh, let's make fun of Mark Day. And I was fine with it because, you know, I (laughs) I can dish it out. But both of them, I could tell they were talking to each other because their messages are coming into to me about 30 seconds apart. And it's all the same general theme. So I, I don't think I don't know what's going on here, Susan and Michelle. You were both talking to each other and messaging me. We should have just had a three-way text versus me, like, responding <laughs> to both of you. <laughs> and, oh, Natalie's birthday was geez, two days ago. I think it was two days ago. So happy birthday, Nat. Uh, definitely, I wouldn't oh, happy, happy birthday because I didn't know it was her birthday. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: We love Nat. I love Natalie. So she's she's adorable and sweet, and probably everything you thought was on screen. Natalie is great. Um, definitely love Nat, and then we have Maria. Um,
0: she's Maria, just the sweetest.
1: Oh yeah, it's like everybody now. Everybody got a chance to see Maria, and um, like she became like she blew up in the final two episodes. Um, but I've known Maria since week one. So Maria is as nice and kind and sweet of a person as she is pretty. So everybody saw her, you know, crying on, on the screen. Maria is as nice of a person as you'll ever meet. Um, and I talked to Maria almost every day. Um, and she is so nice and so sweet, and I've, her mom's been in the background when I talk to her. And so has my mom, so it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Both of our moms just kind of – my mom loves Maria, too. She's like, oh, how's Maria doing? Oh, I think Maria's good, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think Maria's good. Um, but, yeah, Maria, I, awesome. I I felt bad watching her cry because she didn't deserve that. And I'm sure you I've watched it, too. got
0: the news going by. I've got the mowers yeah. going by. I keep muting myself.
1: Oh, I we can't even hear it. Don't worry about it. Oh, because someone's cutting the grass outside of your place. Uh, but yeah, I I'm sure you, it was hard to watch. Like we had to watch Maria cry like five times because it was in the trailer. It was in the previews, and then for the last three weeks they showed a clip every time. Like, and it finally came out too in the episode twelve. And then, yeah, we had to watch it again in the recap and and the final episode. So it was kind of hard to watch Maria struggling like that because I don't think she deserved any of it.
0: When I want uh, to do, oh, I didn't talk about how I got the show um, and how the whole show came about. Uh, The whole Match Me Abroad show came about, they used me to pitch the show to the network. It was really interesting. I applied to 90 Day Fiance because I was talking to a girl in Vietnam two months later uh she broke it off with me because she found a local guy they, they called me up two months after that and then uh said hey give it, uh tell us your story and i did i said no oh, i'm single now and i said oh okay uh and they came back a little while later hey we'd like to pitch you to the network okay i did a hour and a half interview they cut that together i sent in some pictures of me and my exes and they cut it together and i said hey let's do this i'm like okay let's get to your matchmaker and like all right, find a matchmaker. All right, found Katerina, checked her out. And when I first got the email, I thought it might have been a scam or something. <laughs> they sent me from a Gmail. I got an email from a Gmail account. I was like, this anything that I went back way back when to my 90-day uh, application? And, yeah, I did send it to a Gmail account. Okay, that's fine. And, then, yeah, so it was so interesting how this show came about. It took probably about two years, two and a half years from when, I first applied to ninety day to the show being on TV. It took about a year for it to be edited, and then yeah.
1: Ooh, I found out. It was two years. Yeah, it was two years ago. Um, it was about two years ago that I I found out, and then it was about a a year. I got a phone call about it, and then uh, it took what? It took God, almost a year to. Film it. So it's definitely yeah. It's been two years. Well, yeah, twenty. Yeah, it's definitely been since twenty twenty one. The whole process of it. So it's definitely been a long time. Um, So glad I did it. Had the best. Oh, me too. This is. I would do
0: it again. Would you do Um, it again, Mark?
1: Would I do it again? Sure. Yeah, uh, I would definitely do it again because I had fun and I got to meet great people and yeah, I didn't find a girl. Well, you know, that happens in life. So you and him, we both came back the same way, but I've met, I mean, like who are my actual friends now from the show? There's gotta be a hundred people that I did not know before any of this who now, um, I would consider somebody in my text friend. Now I haven't met all of them in person, but uh, I'm text friends with them. Like, uh, I, had I had my fifteen year old friend over and we you know, we I posted a story of her um water skiing and knee boarding and tubing. I think a lot of people saw because um, oh, it I was saw really it. Well. and That's crazy because you're driving she the boat was like and filming fan of of Tom from the Darcy and Stacey shows. <laughs> like she loves him, so she doesn't care about me at all. <laughs> She's like I don't care <laughs> She didn't even want no picture, nothing it was her birthday recently, so I texted Tom, and I didn't know Tom at all before this, and I said, hey, do you, you have, like, five minutes? Are you free? Because I knew he was in Vegas. Um, so I just said, you know, because we're in the same time zone, and I'm like, yeah, he's not in England. Um, can you, like, say hi to my friend here? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just give me, like, two to three minutes. I'm like, all right, cool. So he calls me because uh, we actually have our phone numbers, and he videos, and then I she wasn't sitting next to me. She went off and played some games while we were at the restaurant. Um, and I had to go chase her down. I said, come back here, come back here. And <laughs> I sat her down, and she goes, oh, my God. And I said, it's Tom. Say hi, say hi. And she just froze up and totally, like, she was talking about, oh, yeah, I like him. And then she totally froze up because she had something. Like, it was so funny to watch that she was so nervous and got so intimidated that Tom is on the phone with us. And the one thing you know, they talked for about five minutes, and Tom did me a huge favor, and I thank him for that I thanked him for that and i as soon as we hang up, and she was, she was kind of smiley, still very quiet, she goes, darn it, I should have taken a screenshot with me so I could show everybody." I'm like, "Oh man, I never would have thought I didn't even think of that. like you literally really could have screenshot it, and you're in both in the same picture, and I'm like, "Oh crap, <laughs> I totally forgot about that." But I'll probably see her again, so maybe we can get a second try. <laughs> so, but, you know, we made her whole summer, I think, by um, getting Tom on the phone. So that, I think, kind of stuff has been cool um, to meet all these people and to make a, a 15-year-old whole summer. I mean, I had no idea I could do that. And I didn't know she liked Tom or, or Big Ed, Um so I think that's kind of like the fun stuff that you can do being on there because now people, if you know, if I, they don't want to see me and be like, oh, I love Harold. And Seth. Oh, I'll just text Harold. I'm sure he'll say hi to you. It's not going to be a problem.
0: <laughs> oh, I did have something I wanted to add. I was able to help a number of people by rep, uh, recommending a really good book on autism. Uh, Temple Brandon, uh, she wrote a wonderful book called visual learning. It is just, fantastic. My dad wishes he had it when I was young. Uh, it talks about how the mind works and how her mind works and how I, I have several similarities with her and so forth. And people being non or whatever, you know, non, non, uh, non-visual uh, non-verbal thinkers where you think in pictures instead of thinking in words. It, it's just really helpful and uh, visual learning is just a fantastic book. It really helps uh, has helped a lot of people, and I recommend it highly. That's all. Well, that I cool mean, being thank able to you help. for
1: coming on, Harold. Um, I'm glad we got to finish your story. Uh, maybe we'll see you in oh, uh, on another thing. show.
0: Uh, I was thinking uh, the future. Uh, if it, you want me to have my own TV show, uh, use the hashtag Team Harold. Let's make that go viral.
1: Okay, everyone. Team Harold. <laughs> That's his hashtag. Team Harold, so I want to thank everybody who is listening for myself and Harold and the crew uh, uh, if you guys want to hear Susan or Natalie or Michelle, let us know like the post on Instagram on in Angel and then I'll get any of them on here and we can do the same thing with them if they want to tell their stories. Uh, thank you, Harold for coming on and finishing. Uh, your story and your.
0: Thank you, Mark. And I'll, and I'll put this ending. post on my Instagram link tree so that people can click it easily, because it's hard. It doesn't. Links don't clink Aren't clickable, really?
1: Right. This Instagram. time, everybody, so, if you're listening, and you're. Oh, well, you're already listening, so you've already clicked it somewhere. So that doesn't work. <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess <laughs> oh, this is, great, yeah. yeah. If you're, I'll post it on my story this time. Last time, I didn't actually know you could do that. I'm learning as I go, everyone. Just so (laughs) everything's getting easier the more times I do it. Uh, But thank you, Harold. Um, Thank you, Mark. Thank you, 90 Day Universe, for having both of us. Uh, We had an amazing time. Uh, I don't think it's going to be the last you hear from either of us. Um, Hopefully, if you want to hear more stories from everybody, just leave us a comment. We'll try to get uh, everybody, we'll try to get Maria on. So we can get her side of the story. I already talked to Maria. She kind of said she would. So and she speaks oh, so wonderful English. It's not going to be a problem. Um, but thank you, everyone. Uh, we've had an amazing time sharing our stories with you. And hopefully we'll see you in the future. Um, goodbye from me. I don't know. Harold, you want to say goodbye? From me.
0: Yes, goodbye. And thank you, everyone.
1: Bye, everybody. We will see you hopefully on another episode uh, with one of our other friends. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.